It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Despite all odds, the Utah Jazz find a way to win in Denver. Only the fifth team to win in this building on a back end of a back-to-back without any point guards. Somehow they got it done. We'll talk about it coming up on Postcast. Life is complicated, especially right now. You're spending more time inside, unable to go to restaurants, and that means you're cooking dinner. But if you're like me, I hate cooking. Multiple trips to the grocery store, hours of monotonous meal prep just so you can scarf down your food in minutes. So when it's dinner time, I grab my phone, open up an app, and order something. But after convenience fees, delivery fees, and who knows whatever other fees, it ends up being close to $100 for two people. But then I met Freshly. Just put up your feet and relax while Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner's done. Imagine a better for you golden oven fried chicken, steak peppercorn with sauteed carrots and French green beans, and my personal favorite, buffalo chicken with loaded mashed cauliflower. It's got fewer carbs. That's just a few of the 30-plus health-conscious options to choose from. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, and simple, because let's be honest here, if it's not easy, I'm not going to do it, and if it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off, $40 off for their first two orders at Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Freshly.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's postcast is brought to you by the store at 600 South, 20th East. And you now people should celebrate this jazz win by going to get the new Locked On ice cream. Locked On mudslide cookie ice cream available at the store tomorrow, courtesy of Leatherby's Ice Cream. I've made it in life. It's my career goal. I can retire. This is a great win. I may not be there Saturday against Milwaukee. I may just be eating Locked On ice cream. All right, anyway, let's get to the win. That was incredible. This one really defied all odds. The Denver Nuggets were 27-4 and four at home. This year, there's been a larger discrepancy than before, ever before on rest games. So if a home team has a rest advantage over the road team, they're winning 72% of the time. There's just no way you're supposed to get this one tonight if you're the Utah Jazz. It, this is a, without a Rubio, without Neto, without Exum, this one is a, a deep gut check of professionalism and showing that this team, as they did in Oklahoma City as well, are ready to make the run. Yeah, this this is what's so fascinating is that and you're absolutely right about the growth and and, uh, and and how fascinating it was to win this basketball game. But this team stayed with what was working and and got the job done. I mean, they they were outscored in the second half. I mean, they get 67 points scored on them in the second half, but. The, the Jazz stuck with what they were doing and end up winning the basketball game. So you got to be very excited about how they won, even though they were shorthanded. I want to go big picture, and then we'll go into the minute stuff. On the macro level, what have you seen out of this team since the break, since they came back, as they as they, they seem to – they seem to okay, we're ready. We went to the beach. We got bronze. We look beautiful. Now we're ready to go. This is what I see, and I'm going to start from the beginning of – well, not necessarily start from the beginning of the season, but the growth of this team defensively gets better and better and better. And, and I think right now with all the, the different terminologies, the, the, uh, uh, the channels and the blitzes and all that kind of thing that, that, that Quinn Snyder uses, you know, defensively and, and, uh, and then changes – I mean, all of those things get better – with what the Jazz want to do out there on the floor, which means that 
the players know and make a, can make sometimes make adjustments themselves. Uh, and, and as Quinn just says, well, just play basketball. So they get to the point where they can not only get the job done there, but they're helping the coach out there as well by being able to make those adjustments. There are subtle changes that Quinn Snyder is making that you and I, Ron might be, but you and I will never see. And I never would ever see them, never know them. I'll bet you most of the opponents don't know them unless Quinn had told me, so I'm not going to share them. But changing where people are on the floor on certain play sets, finding plays that he doesn't like the way they're coming out, so he just, instead of going to a player and negatively telling them, I don't want you to do that anymore, he moves them so that that opportunity never comes to that player again and they don't notice it. Like, these are the little subtle things that why Quinn Snyder's teams have won 61% of their games in the second half post-All-Star break. He, he's just incredible. Now, let's go to the micro of this game. They had a game plan tonight, and they executed it at an elite level. They, they, they really did. And, and when I was talking to Alex Jensen before the ball game, and he said that they were going single coverage on Jokic. And I said, with Derek and Rudy, question. He says, yes, with Derek and Rudy, single coverage, on, and, and we're staying home on the three-point the three shooters. They didn't get a three. They got one assisted three by Jokic all game. It was a, out of an offensive rebound kickout. So just putting together a game plan that works, is, 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 you got to feel good about it because this is a big ball game. This is huge. And, and as you mentioned, it probably meant a lot for the for the uh, Denver Nuggets to win this basketball game. What did it put them? The best they, team in they, the West. They entered the night in first in the Western Conference. Yeah. So uh, it, it's just fun watching the little small things that Quinn and the coaching staff put together in order to win, in order to give themselves a chance to win, which is which is a big difference. So by making Jokic play one on one, he opened the night on favors. Didn't start very well. Then against Gobert, then he became undone. He got completely unglued by Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he got really got frustrating to the point where he didn't even try to use his footwork anymore. I mean, he was just trying to bully his way, use that 260, 70 pounds, uh, and, and just move Rudy out of the way and try to score at the rim. Rudy wasn't going for it. Pretty incredible. Jokic is great. He's the legitimate fourth MVP candidate, and he got completely dominated by Rudy Gobert and the defensive player of the year tonight. I mean, to the conversation of, like, what Rudy's value is, we're always trying to get people to understand this was a pretty good one, and it was on national television so awfully night. The other thing is that Denver plays a defensive system where they overshift. It's a very similar to Oklahoma City. Actually, it was good. Early this year, Quinn kind of complained to us privately, we're not playing teams that play the same style in back-to-back. I'm having film sessions with guys about how to attack something, and then we don't see it for three games. And by the time, this is the exact opposite. Oklahoma City and Denver play a similar style. The Jazz had an extra time to play against Oklahoma City. They then went and got the same thing. They got 12 corner threes tonight. They overshift. They take a roller with the third guy, and it leaves wide open corner three shooters. That makes a big difference. I mean, that's just it makes you feel like, uh, David, maybe like a playoffs. Uh, you, you're getting the same looks, and so you get a chance to prepare for something uh, every, every every ball game. So, great ball game. Just All right, our Facebook Live. The number one question: Are we better without a point guard? Are we better without Ricky? What's your thought on all that? I don't think so. I, I like the bodies. I, I think I, I like the options, and and gives Quinn those options to, to what he needs out there on the floor. 
If we're going to wrap this up, we got to talk about the two old guys. Tabo Cephalosha changes the game with three threes in the second quarter, and Kyle Korver goes bananas for six threes. Largely, these are the corner threes. What do you, what happened with those two guys? 22 minutes for Korver. He, he got up 15 shots. Ten of those are from the three-point line. 20, 11, about 12 minutes there for Tabo. He was three for four, nine points. But uh, – the Jazz needed them. I mean, those threes were huge, especially Tabo, and I think most of them came in the second quarter. Yeah, Tabo, Tabo's all came in the second quarter. Three straight plays. And, and that's when the Denver Nuggets was trying to make a run, and he made some big threes in the second quarter. Well, they're going to need Tabo Cephalosha as the playoffs go. He's the type of player you're going to need down the stretch. We're in that. Quinn's coaching that way, and this is a mammoth win. The Jazz have been great since the break. Right? I mean, they lose at Oklahoma City. They win the two home games. They uh, end up, they win this one. They're 3-1 and one with a break. Huge big game Saturday against Milwaukee. will be coming in on a back-to-back. They're the number one team in the East. So you might as well knock off the number one team in the West one day and the number might one team well. in the East the next and see what happens. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Postcast. Go get your ice cream tomorrow and tell me how you like the locked-on ice cream. I can't believe it. It's so cool. Okay, the, the wind's way cooler. Well, maybe not, actually. <laughs> see you. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.